You are about to listen to The Light of Emuna, a Parsha podcast based on the teachings of the Or HaEmunah weekly publication by Harav Menachem Azolai. This podcast is being produced Lezecher Nishmas Rachel Bas Yosef Zed. Translation and narration by Dove Elias. For more information, please visit the Light of Emuna website at www.tloe.us. Welcome to the Light of Emuna podcast, Parshas Nasoy, Shvuis. This adaptation is dedicated in honor of my dear wife, Devora, and our dear daughter, Chaviva. Mazel tov on your graduation. And for Rafu Shlema, for Bas Rochel, Henya Bas Fredel, Menachem Mordechai Ben Ophira, Chaya Bas Tova, Micha Chaim Ben Sara. The parsha opens. Nasa Yisroish ben Egershon Gamheim Levesa Voisam Lemishbachoisam. Take a census, or literally raise the heads of the sons of Gershon as well, according to their father's household, according to their families. The Sefer Aparshias points out. Nasoy is the longest parsha in the Torah with 176 verses, corresponding to chapter 119, capital Kuf Yud Tes in Tehillim, the longest chapter in Tanakh, which also contains 176 verses, and to Mesechtas Baba Basra, which is the longest tractate in Shas with 176 pages. Losais is Haroish El to lift the head to the heavens. When we start to give up on life and nothing is going well, nothing succeeds in all areas, materialistically, spiritually, and with our families, when everything is so challenging from all directions, we must believe in one thing, that Hashem is with us. No matter where a person goes, wherever he turns, everywhere, at every moment, in every word he utters, in every situation, in every aspect of life, in everything that happens to him, Hashem is found with him because he is a part of Hashem. He cannot separate from Hashem. Our souls are a part of the divine from above. We successfully do something because Hashem moves our hands and legs. When we feel badly, it is only because we have abandoned Hashem, if even only slightly. If we feel emunah in Hashem, we automatically feel good. We must constantly proceed with Hashem. A person's entire focus in life must be how to ceaselessly remember that Hashem is with him. The second that we forget this, there are vicissitudes, there are challenges. That is life. Raise the heads of the sons of Gershon means to raise our heads upwards to Hashem. There is no more beautiful motion than when a Jew raises his head upwards and says, Hashem, it is hard for me. Help me. Only you can save me. When there are troubles, God forbid, Hashem wants us to cry out to Him and reveal Him within the darkness. Nothing remains of a man after 120 years aside from his bond with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Only what we have done in this world with HaKadosh Baruch Hu remains. The battle of life is to defeat materialism, physicality, to fuse with the soul. Our problem is that we are still attached to this world. We still want this world. We forget that all of the pleasure that a person derives from this world obscure obscure Hashem's light. Connecting with the soul means incessantly desiring to give. The soul is drawn from Hashem. Its source of power draws from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is continuously influencing and providing. Connecting to the soul is to merit all of the sweetness in life, sweetness in Torah, sweetness in davening, sweetness of giving and kindness. When a person connects to materialism, to physical pleasures, he loses all of that sweetness. We cannot pursue the desires of the body and expect the soul to receive what it needs on its own. That is not truth. Each pleasure is at the expense of the other. It is known that Esav cried when the blessings were stolen from him. He shed two and a half tears. They were genuine tears. He truly suffered great pain. 
Therefore, his tears caused colossal damage. Each tear caused the destruction of one base Hamigdash. The third half a tear remains suspended by Hashem's great kindness, so it will not destroy the third base Hamigdash. May it speedily be built. Asaph cried over the loss of materialism and managed two and a half tears. We cried to escape the hold of materialism. Therefore, we need endless tears. The war against Esav against the Yetzirah is a lifelong battle. We are constantly hounded by Esav, and consequently we must constantly struggle against him. This is the reality of every one of us. Esav is the Yetzirah, and he pursues us relentlessly throughout our entire lives. We unexpectedly encounter difficult challenges that are nearly impossible to withstand. So many things surge within us, all sorts of intense urges, tempers, heresies, God forbid. We are suddenly withered, unable to feel anything during Davin. We are numb to Hashem. Nevertheless, we must never despair. We must have a Muna that we will ultimately come out of this struggle with great treasure. Raising our heads means choosing life. It means seeing what we have instead of what we do not have. The daily routine of a Jew is filled with so many good things, mitzvahs, kind deeds. So many such enormous things happen in the course of a Jew's normal day. We must say thank you for everything that goes well and succeeds, and even for what does not go well and does not succeed. In truth, nothing bad descends from above, only good. For a person who has a muna, everything is the same, the yeses and the noes. Whether he has or does not have, it is all the same to him. Hashem wants him to have, it is good. Hashem wants him not to have, it is also good, because he has a muna that the creator of the world sees that he cannot achieve his completion except via this particular lack. He has not yet given to you because this is your perfection right now, that you lack this. That is the only way you can come close to him. Therefore, if you have, say thank you. If you do not have, say thank you. You are happy with whatever happens to you, and that is how you merit drawing close to Hashem, which is the greatest good. As David HaMelech says in Tehillim in Kapitel Ayin Gimel, Vani kim li But as for me, Hashem's nearness is my good. When we lift our heads to Hashem, when we connect, suddenly our friends become precious to us. We think about them. We do not do anything to cause them any pain, God forbid. Why is this week's Parsha so long? It is so long because it repeats the sacrifices of the tribal leaders repetitively. Why did the Torah not present them all in one list? They were all identical. None of the leaders added anything over the sacrifices of his brothers. The Torah could have said, this is what each leader brought. The Torah detailed each one separately to illustrate how much Hashem cherishes when people love and honor each other. None of the tribal leaders added anything over their peers so as not to instigate jealousy or demonstrate arrogance. Hashem loves such behavior so much. When we lift our heads to Hashem, when we connect, we understand that the love and peace within our homes is more important than anything else is. The Shekhinah resides in a peaceful home. Peace in the home is the source of all abundance. Every blessing that a person enjoys depends on his peace at home. This is the most important thing in life and we must invest in it. In this week's parsha, the Holy Torah reveals to us that despite the severity of the prohibition of erasing Hashem's name, God forbid, to restore peace between a husband and a wife, HaKadosh Baruch Hu foregoes his honor and allows his name to be erased. A woman suspected of betraying her husband undergoes an investigation in the Beis Hamikdash through the process of erasing Hashem's name in water, a severe prohibition. Nevertheless, for the sake of peace, HaKadosh Baruch Hu foregoes his honor. We too must learn to forego, restrain, forgive, overcome our negative traits, and lower our heads. The most important thing is, therefore to, therefore is for there to be unity, love, and peace in our homes. Our primary toil is in interpersonal relationships. 
That is what can bring us closest to Hashem. For this we must lift our heads countless times and ask Hashem to help us look at everyone with benevolent eyes, to love every Jew. In this week's parasha, the Holy Torah commands the Kohanim to bless the nation of Israel. Not merely to bless, they must bless with love. The Sefer Parshia says, When the Kohen blesses the nation, he must love the people and the congregation must love him. If not, he is forbidden to bless. In what merit did the Kohanim earn the privilege of blessing the Jewish people? In the merit of Aaron Cohen, who loved peace and pursued peace. He loved every Jew as himself and was willing to make every effort to bring peace between man and his fellow. He always saw only the good in every Jew, only the beauty, no flaws. When he heard that his younger brother Moshe was being sent to redeem the Jewish people, he did not experience even a twinge of envy. To the contrary, he was so happy for his brother. He went out to greet him. He hugged and kissed him. One who loves every Jew, one who sees only the positive attributes of others, one who is happy for the successes of every Jew and is not jealous of the good in the lives of others, deserves to be handed the keys of blessing for him and his descendants for all generations. Love of other Jews is above all else. Unity is our secret. When ten Jews gather, they bring the Shekhinah down to them. That is something that is beyond description and beyond measure. As different as we are from each other, there is a thin and hidden thread that connects us all. Unconditional love brings the redemption closer. We do not have license to recede into our own shells. We must think of others. We must remember that every person is an entire world, a unique soul, hewn from the throne of glory that descended to this world for, for its own correction on earth. Wherever possible, we are obligated to extend a hand and help others. If we want to draw close to Hashem to experience His pleasantness, we must give a little of ourselves. We must forego of what is ours for the benefit of others. We are so preoccupied with ourselves that we do not feel the pain of the public or of individuals. We also do not experience their joy. The greatest kindness that we could do for another is to draw him close to Hashem. In the heart of every Jew there is an inner point that is sometimes concealed, a point of desires and longings for holiness. Our purpose is to extend and kindle, gently and sensitively, this inner ember to inspire the heart of another Jew, and yet another Jew, until the entire Jewish people returns to Hashem and His Torah. We receive from Hashem so as to draw others near and encourage them. We cannot simply tell someone to open a particular sefer, look at a certain page, and read. We cannot tell others not to attend a shir because everything can be found in Svarim. It is not so. When a person conveys words of Torah, he is not merely transmitting what he read. He is connecting it with his own soul. Hashem brings down such a light for him. He feels as if something is burning within him, and he must bring out this light. The root and foundation of all evil in the world is ingratitude. We forget all of the favors, miracles, and wonders that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for us constantly. Over the years we have received thousands upon thousands of kindnesses, but we forget, we pay them no heed, as if it is all automatic, as if we are owed ev- everything we receive. It is rare to find people who recite the morning blessings with genuine feeling, feelings of gratitude. Hashem drew us near to him, granted us the chance to do so many mitzvahs. Even the simplest Jew has a spiritual treasure waiting for him after 120 years. How can we not attempt to thank Hashem? How can we, we cannot learn to thank Hashem if we do not know how to thank each other. Primarily at home. The reality of a wife is that she lives for her husband and children. So how can we not thank her profusely? 
Life is difficult. There is almost no one who has genuine peace of mind and tranquility. There are so many doubts that gnaw at us, so many anxieties in matters of income and debts, in matters of health and personal relationships. As we see, so many people have bad relationships with their spouses, children, neighbors, friends, and or acquaintances. We are not at peace with ourselves. Our only advice is to plead with Hashem not to hide His countenance from us. We must raise our heads upwards and beg. How can we perform the mitzvah of You shall love your fellow as yourself towards someone who has hurt us. Sometimes people hold on to their anger, hatred, and desire for revenge for years. They eagerly await another, the other person's downfall. And if he falls, they believe that it was because of them that he re- received his just punishment. However, if we succeed in overcoming our Yetzirah and cleansing our hearts, if we manage to love instead of hate, we merit great light. A person who conquers what his nature propels him towards and overcomes his base traits, he does not hate, take revenge, or bear a grudge against those who have hurt him. Rather, he forgets everything and removes it from his heart as if it never happened, is one of whom Hashem is proud. The Holy Torah tells us that when Moshe lifted his hands, the Jewish people defeated Amalek, and when he lowered his hands, Amalek prevailed. What was the secret of Moshe's hands? The secret was in the perspective of the nation. When Moshe's hands were elevated, the Jewish people looked up. And when we look up to Hashem and ask and daven for Hashem to help us, we can overpower even the Yetzirah. That is the secret of perspective. That is the secret of life with Hashem. That concludes the Torah portion of Rabbi Zulai's Light of Emunah. And now, as we do every week, we conclude with the tefillah that Rav Zulai shares with us from his heart, his cry to Hashem. It is a very personal and intimate part of him, and it reads, Master of the world, do not allow me to forget that kind words that we say to others are like fuel for the soul. They ignite the soul of a person. Therefore, we must offer a lot of them, and like everything, primarily at home. When it comes to a wife, her reality and her essence is that she lives for her husband and children. Therefore, it is so easy to find kind words that give strength. Do not let me ever wait until she asks if the food was good. Help me always to enthusiastically compliment and flatter her before she asks. The same goes for my children. How can a child build his self-confidence, his positive self-image? Only if we are impressed with him and tell him often that he is a successful child, that we are proud of him and happy with him. Master of the world, do not allow me to notice something nice in someone else without approaching him and telling him. And, if my jealousy is is aroused at that moment, I can wait a day or two, and when it subsides, approach him and tell him. Master of the world, a kind word can instantly transform a broken and depressed person into the happiest person in the world. How can I forego that? Master of the world, help me offer many kind words in your world and make your creations happy. Uh, We have a letter from Rav Azulai. Uh, we're, we're coming to the end of the publication of the Light of Amunah. Rabbi Zulai writes, Dear readers, everything has an appointed season and there is a time for every matter under the, he- under the heaven, as quoted in Kahelis Paragimel. Around 15 years ago, it was time to begin write- writing a po- weekly parsha sheet. We titled it The Light of Amunah because we thought and still think that Amunah is the most important thing in life. In our rosiest dreams, we did not think we would continue to write and distribute the, this weekly publication for around 15 years. However, the Creator thought otherwise. It was a pleasure to connect with you. The responses we received, the kind words that you showered upon us, gave us strength and desire to continue. 
Now it is time to stop. I hope that in the not-too-distant future, the Safer Light of Amuna will be published pending funding. It will summarize the content that appeared in the weekly issues. Thank you for everything. Thank you to our dear friends who helped shepherd our publication since inception. We will never forget this beautiful time. Parshas Bahaloscha will emit Hashem be our last issue. Have an awesome, uplifting, wonderful Shabbos, good Yontif, and a, and a Lichtigen Shavuos. You've been listening to the Light of Emuna Parsha podcast based on the teachings of the Orha Emuna weekly publication by Harav Menachem Azolai. This podcast is produced by Hillel Caps Productions, Lezecher Nishmas, Rachel Bas Yosef Zev. Translation and narration by Dove Elias. For more information about the Light of Emuna or to receive a weekly Parsha newsletter, please visit www.tloe.us.